Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Yesterday, we had a long conversation about the cashless society. And, and I actually have stuff held over that I didn't read and Simon was listening to that conversation. Simon is here on holidays, I think, from the UK. Simon, I'll get to you in just a second, but let us remind ourselves, if you wouldn't mind for a minute, of the prediction made by the money doctor, John Lowe, who John himself professes to love cashlessness. He's no problem with it. He thinks it's convenient for him, and he's happy with it. He does everything through his phone. John reckons we're headed that way. We're headed for a cashless society and there's kind of no stopping it. You know, by 2031, PJ, we will have a cashless society. Now, I do feel sorry for the likes of charities, uh, for people who, who unfortunately are, are out on the street and, and, and begging. They survive on cash and, and coins and if, if they're not available any longer. One of the benefits, though, of a cashless society is that you go down to your, your, your corner and if you are into drugs, which I'm not, um, you can't expect your drug dealer to have a card reader. I use my card, I use my phone, mm. all these things. I am personally very uncomfortable with the removal of that choice. You say it's convenient, I don't doubt that it is. I would put it to you, John, it's far more convenient for the bank and far more convenient well, for the vendor than it is for me. Absolutely right there, Peter, because it is a, 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 about money, actually, at the end of the day. I mean, the, uh, all the bank branches have reduced around. Bank of Ireland reduced their branch, branch network by, th- by one third. Even the ATMs are being reduced. There's also still that thing about um, security on cash. You know, people rob people for cash. You know... Uh, the advantages, John, and I'm, I'm, I'm with you, the advantages are stacking up, and every week there's a new reason to work online or work cashless there's a new yeah. there's a new positive but are you are you predicting for me and you like i said you never give me a bum steer are you predicting for me that we will lose the choice and we have no choice in the loss of that choice i think that it's inevitable that the cashless where it's in your accounts and bank accounts and you're using your credit cards your prepaid cards uh, and your debit visa cards and your iban and your big numbers if, if you go into directly into a bank they're going to be more and more uh, in vogue that's john Lowe from yesterday simon you were listening to, to that conversation you're on holidays in Ireland at the moment you had some thoughts good morning Good morning. Yes, I did. Um, just replaying really that that uh, sound clip has also raised a couple of extra points okay. I'd like to discuss. But the the concern for me is the the effect it's going to have on local economies, like small villages, people, places that are away from the big cities, where there's a lot of cash in circulation. With certainly with older the older population, and like I put in my email to you, when when you pay ten euro cash for something the person receiving that 10 euro it's still worth 10 euro to them but if you pay it contactless it's worth a little bit less on every single transaction mm. so their va- their money's being devalued and if we if we're having that choice taken away from us 
it's an it's a small erosion of the freedom that we have and it's it's a it's a very thin edge of a very big wedge but the two points that were raised in that sound clip about first of all um people get robbed for cash how many times have we seen companies go bankrupt for the extent of hundreds of millions or even billions of dollars in cash and this is all supposed to be in a protected system in the banking system and yet this money vanishes is never recovered and quite yeah. often is bailed out by governments yeah. but the second point about saying we well, you're not going to go to your local drug dealer on the corner i know cities around the world where you can order through whatsapp pay digitally and the drugs are delivered to your door yeah yeah so those yeah. two those those two arguments are completely irrelevant it's it's back to the impact it's going to have to people who don't have substantial savings where they're making interest from the bank so they can at least recover some of those fees or some people who do only ever get paid in cash for the for the work that they do is that still happening do you think Obviously, you know more about the UK than you do about here, but say in the UK, I have a guy come over and wallpaper my house or carpet my floor or do a bit of job on my electric. Yeah. Am I paying him cash or am I tapping a card? Well, I, I think the the issue there is that we're losing the freedom to choose how we would like to pay. Yes. So there are some people who prefer to pay by cash. There are some people who prefer to pay by card. Now, I run a I run a small business in the UK. I don't have the option to take cash payments for the service that I provide. However, I've chosen to set up and structure my business that way because it's it works for the service that I provide. It works for the systems I have in place. Mm. But if I was choosing a different service, where, where's my freedom to choose how I would like to be paid? It might be inevitable that we end up in a in a cashless society. But I think if we're just going to steamroller it, steamroller people into this position of well, your only choice is to pay by card. Well, who who who's, who do you trust to make that decision? Who do you say, well, I'm I'm going to believe that this is the best way to do it? Because I I refer back to I mean even even as recently as the 2007 2008 banking crisis, we're supposed to trust these people with our money, and yet hundreds of billions of dollars, euros, yeah. pounds was was badly invested. They were bailed out by the governments. So. I, I I think this erosion of our freedom of choice is is a very thin end of the wedge, and it's it's just going to get worse over the long term. You say, and I don't look unless you want to share with me the nature of the business you run. That's up to you. But you say that you're not in a position to take cash. Is is that a is it is a choice? Would you prefer to be able to if you could? No, not not for that particular service. Absolutely not. So you're um, kind of taking a choice away from people, aren't you? Well, it's no, because I'm I'm not forcing people to use my service. I'm saying here is okay. my service. This okay. is how I okay. how I collect my payment. You can choose to use it. Understood. If you go to your local farmer's market mm. and you're being forced to pay by card, well, somebody who doesn't have that facility available to them, you're, you're going to slowly push them away from something that they've relied on their whole lives. And I know we shouldn't be afraid of change. We shouldn't be afraid of evolving societies and evolving systems. But just to force people to do it is is not the right approach because okay. if you force people into doing one thing, once you've got that, you can then force them to do other things. And and whether or not there's a conspiracy theory of banks are going to stop us from spending money on sugary foods. I went to buy a car a few years ago and I needed cash to pay. I went to the bank to withdraw the cash and the teenager behind the counter said, well, before I give you this cash, you have to explain to me why you need it. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a bit intrusive, all right. Simon, you went in your, in your email as well. You also talked about bank charges. You referred to a report that I had to hand yesterday from AIB, uh, one of our yeah. banks here, where they said they'd had 78 million card and online transactions in the course of, say, the month of July. And you wanted to say, yes. you wanted to point out how much the money they made from that. Yes. Yeah. Well, if you think that the the cheapest I can find online for a card processing is 1.5% plus 20 cent. And the most expensive is about 3.2%. So, I mean, what was the total value of those transactions? Yeah. Well, 7 billion, wasn't it? Something like 78 million by 20 cents. That's, that's a lot of euro. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then plus the 1.5% or 2.4% or 2.8% of the total transactions as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you're very much about... It's a lot of money that we're giving the banks just to use our own money. Like, you're on holidays at the moment. Uh, Are you splitting it? Are you using card here and cash there? What are you doing? Well, no, that's part of the problem. I'm going to places where they're saying uh, we don't accept cash. And you're finding a lot of them? Uh, Most places, and certainly most places I visited recently and most places that I've visited... Um, in the UK, uh, I've been to several restaurants where at the end of the meal, when I've got my money out to pay, they said, sorry, we don't accept cash. Right. So, well, what if that was all I had with me today? Yes, and you've come across a lot of them on your on your travels around Ireland. Oh, around the world. It's, it's starting to happen everywhere. Uh, yeah. It's not just in Ireland. It's not. And there's, there's also, there's a big debate in the UK government at the moment where politicians are actually standing up and demanding that the UK government force companies to accept cash as a payment. I know that's happening. Yeah, that's happened in Italy and I know our Minister for Finance is is well disposed towards looking at it here that at least for a small transaction like up to about 50 euro that you would be compelled to to accept cash. You're you're on holidays. You love love this country. I I don't understand why anybody would leave. It's so beautiful. I've been around the coast. It's it's breathtakingly beautiful. It is, but the the weather's crap. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I, well, I'm not today. It's gorgeous out there today. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but you you love it here. Do you think it's expensive? No different to anywhere else these days. No different, really. There's um, un- unless you're going to um, extremely impoverished com- countries. When you're traveling through most of Europe, when you're traveling through most of North America, Australia, places like that, the 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 cost of living is is pretty much on a par wherever you go. Okay, okay. And you travel a lot? Is it with work you travel a lot or do you just like to travel? I, I've travelled since I was 18. I've been to quite a few different places and you can see the changes over the last 20 or 30 years. Mm. And when you hear, come back to where we started, when you hear John Lowe, you might not be familiar with his work, but he'd be one of the best financial analysts in this country annually writes a book on the budget and how it affects us. And I, as I said in the interview, he's never given me a bum steer in, in nearly 15 years of interviewing him. You'd be worried about mm-hmm. that prediction? Um, I, I would say that it's, it is potentially inevitable that we're heading that direction, but the concern for me is the fact that it's being forced through uh, by people who already have enough control and already have enough money in their pockets. Um if, if society goes that way, then then so be it. Um, but it's it, it, it's a concern of just the fact that some some places are just blanket saying 
like you say, with the with the is it the NCT have just said we're now <laughs> yes. only going to accept payments online. Yeah. Our equivalent of the MOT. They, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, this is they're they're, they're putting forward a, a a valid a valid reason to say, well, if we've, if we've had this many note shows in a month, it's obviously causing a significant problem. Um, but they when they say we're we're just going to refuse to take cash at all. It's like, well, okay, that's fine if, you, if that's what you want to do, but you you need to provide a suitable alternative for the people who have that as their only option. Understood. You know, it's it, it's it's just a fact of, well, we don't care about those people with no option. This is just the way you're going to do it, and you're going to have to adapt. Well, that's fine. People will naturally adapt over time, but you have to you have to at least give people a choice and an option and an alternative until they're in a position to follow the rules that you want to put in place. Yeah. I got you. I got you, Simon. I was just looking at, um, I was just looking at that uh, charges thing we talked about a while ago, and just the twenty cent commission that you mentioned, seventy million uh-huh. transactions uh-huh. at twenty cent a pop is fourteen million euro in profit yep. for the bank. Exactly, and that's not including the percentage they will charge for processing that payment as well. And like I said, it ranges from the lowest I found was 1.5 and the mm. highest I saw was just over 3%. All right, all so right. if you add that as well, is it, and don't forget, this is a charge that we're paying to use our own money. Yeah. How long more are you spending here? I'm here till Sunday, so I'm going to enjoy a few more parts of the country. Do indeed. All right, Simon, and uh, good to hear from you. And you know what? You can pick us up over there as well in the UK on an app, so feel free to contact us anytime. Simon. Corks 96 FM.